Welcome to Think Orphan, the podcast for orphan excellence. Real talk with real people navigating the global orphan crisis. Welcome back to the Think Orphan podcast. Thanks again for being a part of the conversation. I am Phil Dark, your host. And with me is my brother, my co-host, Brandon Stiver. Before I get to Brandon, though, I just want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. I hope you are celebrating the birth of Christ well and that you get to be with family and friends to do so. Brandon, how you doing, man? Doing good. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you, my friend, Phil, and Happy New Year's and Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. And, you know, I was just kind of thinking about it. We, uh, last episode was just a little bit after Thanksgiving when it was released. And that was a special on the ground episode with our friends at Salamta in Ethiopia. So I haven't even, we haven't even really recorded since before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving too, I guess. Yeah. Even though it's middle of December. (laughs) Well, you know what? I don't think it's ever a bad time to be grateful. And I am so grateful every day. I do, you know, at least three things I'm grateful for. And what's cool is usually I have like too many and I'm like, okay, where do I cut this off? Which is awesome. Not too many. It's never too many things to be grateful for. But one of the things I'm grateful for, which is crazy right now, like we are recording this um, before she's going to leave. But as we as we release this, my daughter will have left and will actually be in Brazil on her two and a half month outreach with YWAM. And so super excited for that. And uh, please be praying for that if you think about it. And um, yeah, you know, so it's just going to be kind of weird without her at Christmas, but knowing where she is. It's pretty awesome. So anyway, what do you got going on? Oh, man. It, well, it's certainly a time for family. Uh, let's see. Yeah. What do I got going on? Christmas recital for my kids dance. That's this weekend. We'll have family come in for that. Uh, yeah, it's just a great time to be with family. So, And it's a great time to podcast. I mean, this is the last episode of 2023, Phil. Uh, yes, it is. And it's been a great year. I, I mean, you and I were just talking before we got on the the guests and people that we have had on. It's just been a remarkable year. It has been a remarkable year. So, uh, what are your what are your kind of quick reflections on twenty twenty three? Think Orphan. Well, you know, you stole my line. I was going to say that. I and now I I will say it again. I I was just looking over, and I just got through like half the year. And I'm like, man, this must be the beginning of the year. And it was just half the year. And I was going, man, this this has been an amazing year. Just because we've had way more guests on just because we've done shows that have been like four people um, a few times, which has been really cool. Right. Um, and you've done a great job with that, by the way, not just curating, but but navigating having so many voices on, you know, an hour podcast is always a challenge. So great job there. Um, and uh, the other thing. It's just having some people on who we've had before and just being able to grow together and being able to do life together. You know, Jason Johnson, Peter Greer come to mind. Kim DeBlaycourt comes to mind, um, you know, and uh, and being able to have folks I've been wanting to get on for a really long time, like Kimberly Quinley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's just an amazing woman doing incredible things and has done for so long um to just be such a such a just a wise voice i think back to all the wise voices of the people who have been doing this for decades you know and like like a a mick peace or a mike doris or you know those those uh, randy daniels these guys who just have experience and and i think the thing that brings all of them together is their humility Mm -hmm. um none of them are coming going i'm the expert 
to the contrary, I think they realize like, man, I, I, I learn more and more what I don't know um, over these years. And that's, that's what I've always said to people. So it's just what I love about this podcast, you know, and I love that about this year is even in the conversations we've had this year to be able to, to hear people, you can, you can almost hear them thinking, you know, like as someone's responding to something to be able to see them on zoom and just noodling on these things and going, man, I never thought about that. And to be able to have real time, what I think is happening with people. And I kind of imagine as we're talking with people, what I, what the listeners thinking about folks, as you're out there listening to this, what you're thinking and how you're noodling on this, hopefully, and hopefully how you're having conversations with people where you are. I mean, that's the point of this. It's not to just stop at your ears and, and be done. Right. No, it's to, to be thinking, to be challenging, to be, to be encouraging you to talk with other people. I think of a guy like Jafat Chafamba back in the, in the, the early days of the podcast and he'd text me or email me or we'd get on Zoom calls or I don't even remember what it was, type call, FaceTime maybe. And, and just he'd be like, well, what about this? What about this? I'm sharing with all these people. We're having these conversations. I'm like, this is so amazing. Because, um, you know, when you do something like this, you have no idea if people are going to listen. And now we know people have listened and are listening and we know that it's made impact and is making impact. And that just just brings joy to my heart and to my mind. And this year in particular, I will say, um, being able to to hand it off to you a couple of years ago, and you know, as far as curation and you know, and that's that's hard to do because I'm like, I I like that part of it, but obviously God is, has has done so many different things in my life over the last couple of years as well, and to be able to do another podcast, to be able to do that with the other podcast. But there is something that isn't quite there when you're not doing that. Um, but to see how you have been able to to make it your own, um, and it's still ours together, but it is your own, and it's definitely your touches, and your you've been you've been doing an incredible job with that. Thank you. Man. Um, and uh, and I'm so grateful that God led it to you, and that you have owned it and are owning it. And, you know, that goes into some of the other things we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely, man. And, and let's, I mean, we can talk, we have, we have, it's December. It's a uh, last episode of the year. We have a lot to celebrate. We have had, uh, so, and guys, you'll have to just forgive me. If this sounds vain whatsoever, just forgive me. There's, there's Christian podcasters out there that get like millions and millions of downloads <laughs> and like, and they're awesome. And there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And all of those people are great. Uh, so what I can say is Think Orphan is a successful podcast. Praise God. Because what we're talking about is how can we mobilize, equip, train, support uh, people to care for vulnerable families and communities. And that's that's what that's the heart. That's what Phil's heart is. That's what my heart is. Um, and to have a spot where people that are into podcasting can come uh that's that's just cool. It's just a cool thing, uh, and it is successful. Uh, I mentioned this actually a couple of weeks ago, where we were already kind of surpassing some of our download numbers from pre- previous years, even including years where it was actually like more like a weekly cadence rather than an every other week cadence. So it's pretty cool. Um, we have had over thirty thousand downloads this year, um, most of it in uh, new content, and. You know, Phil, you started this in 2016, and we're going to talk a little bit about the history because uh, it, times are a changing. We'll get into all of that, but um, but uh, we're first. We just got to celebrate what God's doing. So, uh, Phil, you uh, have been able to look over the uh, guests that we have had on uh, this year. 
I'm going to give you a guess and, and I'm going to, I'm going to put a constraint, right? So if I were to say, which episode was our most downloaded or most successful uh, podcast? Now, if we say, well, any episode at the start of the year has an unfair advantage because they just they accumulate. That's just kind of what happens with podcast downloads. So we're going to constrain it. Okay, first ninety days of release. All right. So most. So sorry for all of those that were released in Q four. Uh, you guys were all great too. Um, but to be honest. You and I both know this podcast downloads go down in November and December, and that's just kind that's of true. the they nature do. of the industry. They do. So you weren't going to win anyways if you were in October, November, yeah. or December. But what do you think, Phil? First 90 days, most successful 2023 Think Orphan podcast. Well, you kind of alluded to this like last time we recorded, so I, I'm kind of cheating here, but it's oh. it, it not cheating, I guess. I think you may have told me, but I still will probably get it wrong. Um, I believe it was it, it's Hunter Farrell. Oh, that's um, such a good guess, and we got so much or, positive. Oh, okay, all right. Or um, uh, Lindsay Hadley. Okay, so you just cheated because that was two guests. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but well, you chose you. you chose well. You chose well. So <laughs> Hunter Farrell, we got so much positive feedback. Uh, that was probably the leader in uh, text messages to Brandon. Uh, uh, I would say. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Farrell and his incredible new book, Freeing Congregational Mission, that was third, okay? That was third. Third, okay. Third. Well, he was also the only one to have a son playing in the MLS. So Correct, but I don't that know that is, his son promoted it. He probably uh, didn't. But he probably right. didn't. Uh, Lindsay was first, and okay. uh, I, that seemed to have a lot of resonance, and we did get a lot of feedback on Lindsay's episode as well. But now you missed which one was actually number two. Was and I'll just say Brian Fickert. It actually wasn't Brian again. Oh, it was Jason? End, of, end of Johnson. Jason was up there, but it wasn't Jason. Okay, I I, I give up. Jen Hook. Oh, shout okay. out to Jen. All right, all right, yeah, all right. yeah. Jen was up, number Jen. two. Doctor Farrell was number three. Uh, Brian Fickert was up there, uh, and Jason Johnson was up there. Actually, number number four, dude, was Sarah Winograd. Which oh, was a very nice. compelling conversation. Yes, with it Sarah. was. So yes, it was. So wow. uh, Man, all right. That's the thing is they're all they're all too good. So it's like which one, you know? Go back. Hey, look if you if you're like, wow, those were all sound like awesome, and you haven't listened to them yet. Well, they're they're downloaded that much for good reasons. But beyond that, man, like we didn't even get to the Peter Greer or you know some of these other ones, like the the groups, like the Salamta. Like the, the talk about abuse, like the talk about, you know, transitioning, the talk about nonprofit stuff. Like if you're a nonprofit leader, that nonprofit conversation is a must. And, um, man, that's so cool. I love it. All I right. love hearing that. That's so All right, cool. man. All you right. ready? All right. So you, you, you kind of laying the quiz. Cause I, I, my daughter's in finals right now and I'm having a little, uh, <laughs> PTSD to my law school days. That was my most recent where the final exam was the entire grade. So I feel like people are grading me right now, but that's all right. Well, well you kind of hedged your bets by basically <laughs> giving two answers uh, well, that, hey, that were both I, in the my top daughter three. said her and multiple choice was really hard because she'd get it to two answers every time. So that's basically what I was doing there. All right. Well, so, fair enough. All, all right. right. So let's see. Let's Guess the number of countries that we have had a download in. This year? This year. Just this year. And I'm just going to caveat this so everybody's like, not like, oh, well. Some of them have uh, one. Some of them have one. Exactly. 
I will just, uh, no big news here. Our most downloads take place in the United States. However, we got good numbers in several other countries. What? Uh, but some of them are like one download. They have cleaned it up a lot. It used to be that you'd get like a ton and some of them were bots, but they've cleaned it up so right. that they're, they're not bots um, for the most that we can tell. Um, I would say, let's say 78. Mm. You're a little, you're a little uh, bearish. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. 100. 100. Oh, bearish. Oh, that was the wrong one. Bearish. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You like should be more bullish. bullish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't actually invest. I don't, I, well, yeah. Yeah. No, I but, uh, yes. Wow. 100. 100. 100 exactly. Yes. 100 That's exactly. That's so cool. I literally just pulled it up on Libsyn. So there you go. Wow. 100, really 100, cool. 100 countries this year. And That's again, uh, wow. shout out to that, you know, one person in Senegal, that one person yes. in the Bahamas, that one person in Ooh, Bangladesh, nice. whatever. <laughs> Bangladesh is a lot of people. I feel like we should have more in Bangladesh. Anyways. Yeah, but they, uh, got, they probably have it where you get, you know, you're paying per download um, gigabyte and stuff. True. So, okay. So it probably costs a lot more to download. Maybe so. Good point. All right, man. Let's. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, we our biggest is the United States. So, which state do you think we get the most downloads in? State? We have state by state. Yeah, I just found this recently, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. We could break um, it down by state. Um, state. Man, this is a close uh, one. Texas. Texas is number three. California. Come on, dude. You're Californian. Of course it's California. I'm Californian. Well, I just did, because I I'm freezing up here in Tacoma, Washington. Well, it would show up Washington, you know. California's right. number one. California's number one. All right, way to go, California. Good job, right. guys. Last I think maybe this is the last one. All right. So shout out to all the people in California. Shout out to the one person in Senegal. Shout out. <laughs> um, all right. Number one, bro, it's not just state, it's metropolitan even. All right. Number one metropolitan area where we get where we get our audience from. Take a guess. Metropolitan area. And I'll tell you, I'll just give you a hint. It's not in California. I think California is just kind of based on population. Dallas, Fort it's not Worth. the highest. Good try. It's not Dallas Fort Worth. Okay. Chicago Metroplex. No. I don't know. Indianapolis. What's going on? Shout out. Shout out to Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Denver. All right. Denver. Okay. What's up, Denver? You know, it kind of makes right. sense. Denver, Colorado Springs area. I mean, yeah, there's a huge hub of kind of like Christian, yeah. you know, uh, nonprofits and so forth there. So I got to hang out in Denver more, apparently. Maybe people will stop me in the streets and go, oh, I, I recognize your voice. Unlikely. Especially when Probably they not. see your face, they don't hear your voice. But uh, fair enough. <laughs> Well, no, so, I'd be talking and they'd be like, oh, my gosh, what's up? Oh, my goodness. Probably this... wouldn't happen. Probably right. wouldn't happen. But <laughs> Probably I, I, not. I could do it anyway. Okay, Probably. I got one for you. Oh, Who okay. The, uh, this goes way back in the annals because this is okay. like most recent, but we're going back because of what we're going to talk about here in a minute, folks. You're going to know why I'm asking this. Okay, so who were the first um, – what were the first five episodes of the Think Orphan podcast? Oh, boy. I'm not going to cheat and look at the website right now. Um, what I can say is that the first episode was you with a one Mrs. Kelly Stewart. That's correct. Uh, and that was just kind of the preview, whatever, of Think Orphan. Mm -hmm. Your first guest, that's an easy one. Yes, it The was. man, the myth, the legend, Jed Medifin. That's true. Good job. Um, He's been on the most. Has he? No, he hasn't been on the no, most. No, the next one. 
number three. Oh, oh. um, Peter Greer. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. Awesome dude. Such number a good four guy. Has only been on once. He's got a very uh, long last name. Oh, number four has only been on once and has a very long last name. I do not know. Todd Guckenberger. Oh, okay. All right. Shout and out to back to five back. Was Shout out to back to back. Chris Marlowe. Oh, so those wow. are the okay. first five episodes of the Think Orphan podcast. Started in when? Do you remember exactly when? 2016. 2016. March of yeah. 2016. The 29th so, of March, 2016. So, Phil, Crazy. on that on that note, uh, what I mean, 2016, uh, 2023. We're at the end of 2023. Podcasting's almost ubiquitous. In 2016, that was not the case. I mean, what what kind of uh, what what led you to to get this thing going? I mean, what what was the well, you know, what made you think of that? I've told this story a lot because people ask that. I love podcasting, first of all. So, I mean, not podcasting. I love listening to podcasts back in the day. Interestingly, I don't listen to podcasts that much anymore because I do two of them. And I listen to books mostly if I'm listening to stuff. But um, I wrote In Pursuit of Orphan Excellence, which was a very big undertaking. Loved it. Loved the process. Really enjoyed getting to know all the co-authors. You know, 14 other people. Keith McFarland is like a brother to me now as my main co-author on that. And um, and then I had this idea as I was talking with a lot of people and really seeing the interconnectedness with um, all the different issues that the church deals with, really. Like when you look at what the church, the main ministries of the church are family preservation and, and poverty alleviation, and discipleship, manhood, womanhood, and and anti-trafficking, mentoring, and adoption, foster care, orphanages. I was like, man, these are all interconnected, right? And I thought, why don't we write another, I don't want to write another book on that. And I'll get a bunch of co-authors and we'll do that again. And then I thought to myself, do I really want to write another book and go through all that again and right. get and gather? As one, per, one person early on, Alan Hunt, who was with World Orphans, I, I'm not sure if he still is, but he said to me once, and I'll never forget it, we were at the Saddleback um, Orphan Summit. And he said, Phil, um, good luck. That'll be like herding cats to get that many people to write a book together. And, you know, he wasn't that far off. Um, and so I just did not want to do that again. And I thought, well, let me just take a shot at podcasting, see what happens. And basically write that book through podcast. And I'm like, I'll get a few people and I'll, I'll just interview them. And I found it was a lot easier to get people to commit to do an hour interview than it was to get them to write a chapter of a book and did those first five episodes that I mentioned and people did listen and I got guys like you reaching out and I got guys like Jay Fott reaching out and I got, you know, early on, I was like, man, people are listening and this is helping. Even if it was just you and Jay Fott, I'm like, that's Zimbabwe and Tanzania. I'm like, that's pretty amazing. Right. I never would have met you. I mean, God might've done something somewhere somehow, but like definitely would have met you, would not have met you that year if right. God hadn't done this. And so that's really what kicked this thing off. And now 200 and this will be 238 episodes later. Um, we're having this conversation about what God has done and is doing and will continue doing. And I'm just like, wow, I get to be a part of this yeah. and yeah. I get to just uh, continue and the thing that people, I think, I talk about this all, all the time with people is they say, why do you keep doing it? You know, we don't have sponsors. 
We don't have advertising. We don't have a lot of money coming in. By the way, we're going to have a plug for that, people, um, here in a minute, not just for sponsors, but for people to, to get involved more. Um, um, and I say, well, you know what? Honestly, I get to keep learning from some of the most amazing people uh, in the world. Some of them we've heard of. Some of them we've never heard of. Some of them have written books. Some of them are just, man, they're just doing their job every single day incredibly well. And we get to have these conversations to learn. And a lot of it for me is just that selfish being able to say, hey, I keep getting to, I keep getting to learn. Um, and a uh, little, little, little known secret, it won't be a secret anymore, is when I handed this off to you, Brandon, you know, I said, I was like, hey, if you want to kick me off and you don't want me on this anymore, hey, go for it. And, and you know, and I meant it. And I do mean it. Um, but I'm glad you haven't because I'm so grateful that I do get to do this. And I'm so grateful that we get to have these conversations and that really when I started this back in 2016 there, I had no idea what it was going to turn into. And I, I couldn't have dreamed. Um, you know, we read that God does more than we could ever think, dream or imagine. Right. And, um, that's basically what he's done with this. hundred percent dude. And, and to be honest, I mean, man, I was doing the orphanage thing from like 2010 to 2012 living in Tanzania. And, you know, God brought us through that and we continued to learn and grow. And, you know, we loved those kids at the children's home and also wanted more for them. And when we started kingdom families in 2014, you know, I was like, man, I got to learn, you know, and that's when I picked up orphanology and orphan justice and, um, later on I read in defense of the fatherless. Mm -hmm. And one of those books that I picked up was in pursuit. And I just remember getting to the end of that and be like, wow, okay. A lot of people speaking into this space and it was, uh, Hey, come connect with us on think orphan. And the, the funny thing is dude, like think orphan was the first podcast that I started listening to. And, and it was like, I was like doing the dishes in my kitchen in Tanzania, like listening to think orphan, that theme music comes on and like, you know, it like triggers my family, you know, (laughs) 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 whatever that, you know, um, and, uh, and that's, and that's what it was. And there were some other podcasts that I started listening to, you know, but it's just kind of funny because Mm -hmm. I was, you know, I had a undergraduate degree, but it wasn't like uh, there was a manual to doing, right. you know, family-based orphan care in Tanzania yeah. or anything, especially in Tanzania, even more so than some of the other East African countries. So uh, the fact that that was a resource to me and I could learn from people, not just you hosting it, uh, but also people like those that you were just mentioning, Jed, Rebecca Nepp, Delia Pop, like yeah, these yeah. people that I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Okay. I need this. You know what I mean? And the fact that we've been able to continue to do that is just been such a privilege. Uh, and the fact that, I mean, dude, when you reached out to me in early 2021 and just said, Hey, you know, Rick, God's, you know, calling him into other spaces and he's going to head off the show. And it's like, I read orphanology, you know, it's just like Mm -hmm. Rick Martin, that guy's, that guy's for real. Like he's a good dude. Um, and, uh, you know, and then you were like, you know, is this something that you would be interested in? And I was just like, at that point, I was like, you, dude, I'm like, I'm, I'm a freaking podcast head. I got a, I got a close friend of mine that lives around the corner. <laughs> My wife asked him the other day, uh, 
what kind of music do you listen to? And he said, podcasts. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of like me. <laughs> so uh, the fact that like this was the first podcast for me and that in 2021, you just hit me up on the phone and just said, hey, you know, we're going to either sunset this thing or I'm going to hand it off and you're the person that I thought of uh, was just such a incredible, you know, honor. And the fact that, I mean, we haven't, I mean, and, and recasts are fine and good, but like for the last two and a half years, we haven't done any recasts. Mm-hmm. Um, like we just have continued to have a high output. I, I would say a high output of yeah, yeah. content of Christian based orphan care and child welfare content that has fed into how people practice. And that's cool. Yeah. And you go to KFO summit or you get a text message or what have you. Um, I mean, what a privilege, what, a, what an awesome privilege. So I just want to honor you, Phil, for not just getting this thing started, but actually reaching out to a, a past guest. You know, I had been on the show a couple of times. We've always enjoyed conversations between me and you and talking, you know, orphan care, talking about whatever, but uh, that you reached out to me. I was just so honored and I want to honor you and, you know, say thanks for doing that because it's been a blessing for sure and as far as one million home goes you know it's been a blessing to the organization um and uh and you know one million home was really kind of a new initiative in in 2021 so uh it that i i believe it was was a blessing you know to the organization as well as we kind of wrapped it in but uh yeah it's 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 been it's been awesome dude and, and so I'm just cool so honored too. personally. So cool too. I, I, I'm so grateful for that. And just even hearing that, cause again, it was a truly was like, if the, it wasn't a, li- it wasn't a list. Like I wouldn't even say it wasn't a long list. It was like, that was, you were the name that came to mind that if, if you could take it on great, if not, okay, well not, not a problem. Then that's, that's the, that's the closed door for this, which is fine. Um, because of the fact that I, I felt God, you know, leading, providence and myself and to do you know more in the area of the sports ministry and be able to coach people on how to weave sports ministry and orphan care and and church planting together and we're continuing to do that and and be able to do how soccer explains leadership and all that and just you know bandwidth right um and so it was a it was a really cool thing to be able to see that and also just even like episode 200 it wasn't it wasn't this year but um, to be able to have the past co-hosts, you know, on and just the legacy of it and to hear Rick, you know, as you even talk about Rick, I mean, all the co-hosts were so, have been so different in the, in the flavor, but the, but the consistent thread throughout has been the same, right? And, and everyone has had a, the same heart for, for the orphan, for the vulnerable, come at it from completely different directions. Um, and that's been, I think that, that's been super cool too you know? Um, and so, you know, I, I love it. I mean, I even got Rick to admit that he, you know, he watched some soccer games and went to some soccer games. Like that was a big coup from, from my standpoint, but anyway, so, so now, I mean, I think we, we, it's a good time to, to transition, talking about transitions and we're going to be transitioning the podcast, but it also comes on a, the heels of a of, of you transitioning as well, right. yeah. and so um, why don't why don't you kind of share a little bit about that and what you what you yeah. on all that? Well, you know, it's funny. I was cleaning out some stuff the other day, and I came across a, a box that had business cards in it. And when I opened up this box, it wasn't just like one business card. 
I opened it up and it said, Brandon and Melissa Stiver, program directors, Kingdom Families, Tanzania. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I flipped through and uh, there was another one in there. And it said, uh, Brandon Stiver, Foster Family Development Specialist, uh, Family Care Network Incorporated. Okay. And I uh, get to one, of course, and there were a number of this one. It's a Brandon Stiver, uh, Church and Community Engagement Director, One Million Home. And when I was first hired by Michelle Schneidler, who continues to just be such a, an amazing friend and mentor, um, when she hired me, that was my job. And then COVID hit and it was like, oh, Brandon, go work with the partners instead. Because, mm. you know, when COVID hit in mm -hmm. 2020, it was like mm -hmm. everybody had to kind of shift and, you know, change and so forth. And I just had the tremendous pleasure to really kind of grow into that space of, of doing programs and partnerships uh, for One Million Home and got to facilitate a community of practice and oversee digital platforms, uh, including Think Orphan, you know, in, in 2021, when you reached out, um, Journey Home, I got to oversee, um, you know, and, and a lot of the methodology that I was employing was really focused on transitioning, you know, children's homes, you know, in the global South and got to work with teams uh, in partner organizations, all collaboration. We talk about collaboration, guys. For me, it's not just, yeah. well, let's just talk about it. Like, no, like doing partnerships with One Million Home has been like, everything is collaboration and it's good and that's right and getting to work with teams in uganda zambia sierra leone haiti lesotho i mean uh getting to bring people from that community onto this show you know we're talking people that you've heard from like literally Kristen lowry lauren laura horvath um kelly strong spencer reeves um you know these people uh, and others and undoubtedly julia you know, Robertson that was on the last episode, like these are people that I've been able to work and partner with and it's been awesome. Um, there is news in terms of just kind of the direction for One Million Home and we 100% bless them. Um, but the global programs and partners department for One Million Home was actually cut as a part of strategic refocusing, uh, which for me means change and transition. And, um, you know, it's, not easy. We talk a lot about, uh, you know, and, and they've been great in terms of like just professionalism and, and all of that is, is good. You know, at the same time, it's kind of like, oh, my own family feels vulnerable in a way. So just to be kind of earnest and, you know, honest about, about that, um, it's been an emotional last, you know, week and a half. And, but man, I just tell you, like, even when I'm talking about like, Kingdom Families, Family Care Network, One Million Home, like God has allowed me opportunities to, whether it's in Tanzania or California or here in Washington State or wherever, you know, God's just given me so many great opportunities. And I just kind of reflect, it's one of these things I was talking with a close colleague who was kind of like in a tough spot with her respective organization. And she was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm feeling done. And I was like, if you need to quit, like, you can quit, you know? And that won't mean anything. And, and I'm not saying I quit, but I'm just kind of saying, like, you can leave your employment one way or the other, but you can't quit your calling. Mm. And that has been such a common thread, you know, even when I was working at the children's home, you know? And um, I was still, I was pursuing God. 
and I was pursuing God and what he wanted for orphan and vulnerable children. And along the way you learn and on along the way you grow. And, um, and I, I suddenly found myself, even though, you know, having operated as a senior director within this organization at that spot again, where it's like transition, you know, and it, it is a vulnerable space, but, uh, I can't quit. I can't leave the things that God has called me to, you know, and even when we talk about, you know, getting kids out of orphanages and into families, which has been a common theme and we'll continue to discuss that. Um, I mean, I'm a dad to a son who spent the first half of his childhood in an orphanage. There's no quitting that. (laughs) There's no quitting that. There's no leaving that. It's impossible. It's literally a part of who God has made me to be, who he's made Melissa to be. And, um, and that's, and, and that's what it is. Like God is really faithful. Um, Mm. so, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's been a crazy week. Um, really crazy. But at the end of it, I'm just like, so thankful, um, because God's faithful. Like he's just so trustworthy and so good. Um, and he's going to continue to work and I'm thankful for that. So, uh, that's where I've been at. <laughs> yeah. No, a, little, a little more vulnerable than, than typical, but God's very faithful. I love it. I love it. I mean, that's, that's real. It's, it's real. And that's, uh, hopefully that's, uh, what you come to expect on this show is the, there's the raw, the real, the vulnerable. Um, and, um, I love that. I love that. And, and I've been able to walk along, uh, with you a little bit. And, um, I'm grateful we get to keep doing what we're doing too, but we are going to do it in a little different way though. Um, and it's something, interestingly, what we're going to be doing is something I've been thinking about for years, um, but never did. And then Brandon comes along and, and says, Hey, I got this idea. Um, and I was like, awesome. Cause no doubt it wasn't the right timing and, and no doubt he'll do it better than I ever would have. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's something I'm really excited about. And it's, it, and it's, it's a, it's a shift. It's not a, a change. I mean, it's a change, but it's a shift, more of a shift than a, than a complete different thing that we're doing. So with that, Brandon, I'm going to let you kind of talk about really the next season right. of this podcast. Um, and, uh, and what we're going to do here. Well, I just, I, I, and, and I want to speak to that and, but I want to speak to something even before, like, like what is the Christian ethic that's behind what our audience is listening to right now? So a couple moments ago, before I uh, started to lose my uh, composure. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've lost it way worse than that on this. Come Anyways. On, on. Uh, but, um, you know, you were saying, Phil, how in 2021 you approached me and said, hey, man, you take this, you know, do with it what you like. And we've been able to continue to grow and develop and uh, build community around this podcast. Uh, and that was you taking something that you had created that God had put on your heart and had you had success with Kelly and Karen and Rick and uh, and so many guests, you know, from 2016 to 2021. And uh, you, in a very humble posture, said, hey, Brandon, do you want this? Um, it was and uh, as we kind of come to this, OK, 
1 million home is offloading, um, not just in, I'm not the only one affected by this change. Like there's teams in other countries that are also affected, but, um, but that's, that's just a part of life and that's fine. And that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. These things happen. But, um, you know, with the podcast, it was kind of like, well, what's next then? You know, um, if you guys have noticed, you know, 1 million home, uh, and God bless them for, for saying yes to me, even submitting this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but they've been, you know, um, essentially subsidizing all the work. Um, and I just want to give a shout out, not only to other guests and people that we've already mentioned, but, um, the team at 1 million home, you guys know, Samuel rich, you've heard him on here. He has been a faithful editor for the last couple years. Um, and he is honestly the best person that you can work with in, in orphan care. Like he's just so genuine, so sweet, just the best guy. Um, Amanda Good uh, has been doing the, the quality control and writing our show notes for us. She's awesome. Uh, social media, which has been uh, much, is much benefited from me not running it, um, <laughs> has, been, has had a few hands on it over the last year. So I just want to acknowledge Emily Miller, Nicole Terrett, and uh, also Kayla Norris, um, all of whom have uh, done uh, social media for this podcast and just want to acknowledge them. Um, One Million Home has, yeah, has has done a great job hosting, you know, this community. And uh, it's also spinning off. Um, so it's just me and you now, Phil. Uh, right. <laughs> it's just me and you now. And um, along with that, we kind of had this spot of like, well, what, what, what should we do? You know, what, what, what is God kind of calling us into? And, you know, as it kind of came back to us, um, Phil, you have continued to, um, to defer to me, which I'm just so honored by. And in the same respect, I just feel the, the, what would I say? Like just the, just the desire to also defer to you because you started this thing and because you're a trusted Christian brother. And guys, the reason I'm saying this, because we'll talk kind of like next steps here and, and all of that, because it is a time of change. But um, the in, in Ephesians, uh, the Apostle Paul talks about submitting to one another, submitting to one another, that that's supposed to be a mark of the church. And... Um, when we talk about deferring or allowing other people to lead, like what we're talking about is mutual submission. And uh, that is a mark of what it means to be members of the church. And, you know, uh, Phil, you're, I think you're Presbyterian. I'm, uh, I'm a charismatic contemplative something going to a CMA church. Um, but we are one I'm a, church. I'm a mutt. I'm, I am a, a mutt. A okay, well, we're both mutt. mutts then. Let's, let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> we're both mutts then. But regardless of being mutts, uh, we are one church. We yeah, are right, one brotherhood right. and sisterhood. And we are submitting to one another. And hopefully the benefit is to people that have a heart for vulnerable communities. Right. Um, and that they have a place to come and listen. Uh, not as much to me and you but really to the people that we're able to host in this space and get to learn. So uh, I just kind of want to highlight that because that's kind of where we're at. Um, we don't have the overhead anymore. Um, you know, uh, so we're going to figure something else out. And uh, what we have come to, I'll kind of speak to the ops of this first. Um, 
the podcasting doesn't happen for free. It's not a high cost, except for the fact that uh, you do have to kind of, uh, you have to have like syndication software. Uh, you have to have a recording platform. You can use Zoom, which we used for a long time. We're not using Zoom right now. Maybe we'll go back to it. I don't know. Um, but even Zoom Pro is, you know, cost money. But it's not so much like the digital platforms that cost money, although they do cost money. Um, it's also the time. Uh, you and I both have jobs. Well, I'm in between jobs, as I just said, but um, but we both have jobs. We both have families. Uh, we both live on the West Coast, which is an expensive, you know, area of the of the world, um, and it does take time. Um, and uh, by God's grace, One Million Home has has provided a covering for that, and we honor them in that. Um, and right now, as we kind of spin it out, um, we're going to kind of. I, I am. I am a huge believer in building community. I'm a huge believer in convening. Uh, in many ways, Think Orphan has been a convening uh, mechanism, you know, for people to come on and gather around, you know, somebody learn together, you know, even the guests that come on, they're, they're convening with us. So I'm a big believer in all of that community building, convening, uh, networking, you know, all of that relationship building, all of that. So I'm in the process of creating, um, and literally I'm playing from, uh, from behind here on basically every front, every front. Um, because we were even saying like, who's going to do social media. I was like, Oh, I don't even do social media personally. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We, we were talking about the, about, you know, we put out a episode and we'll get hundreds of listens, you know, within the first, you know, month or you know month or two or whatever and that's awesome i have escaped the algorithms of all my social media because i'm never on there i posted something randomly on on twitter x whatever uh recently and or it wasn't even recent it was like a few months ago and i like checked back and it was like five people saw this i was like Mm -hmm. what's the point what's the point so (laughs) good question it's a good point. So it's like, okay, we have hundreds of people listen to an hour long conversation, or I can have five people read, you know, this short little whatever. <laughs> it's just, so we don't know what we're going to do with social media. We need to figure out the graphic design piece, all of these. And if you are a part of this community and want to volunteer or help out, please do reach out. Yeah, You and, can find us honestly, on LinkedIn or whatever, but yeah, what's up? Ironically, you can find us on social media. Um, you yeah, can also right. um, email, email, uh, I mean, email me pdark at providenceworld.com or you know brandon at uh you know brandon at unemployed.com um <laughs> but uh don't don't email that i don't know where it'll go um but uh the first one actually is my my email address we'll have that in the show notes as well but seriously if if what brandon said to you about social media media pains you if you've always looked at the graphic and said man i could do better than that like please reach out to us um because we seriously would love the more we like Brandon is a he got on this because he's a listener he was a listener he was part of the show always has been part of the show and now he's a deeper part of this show so if you are a part of this show and you have the skill set to be able to help with graphic design to be able to help with social media be able to help with getting it out marketing other ways as well whether it's you know we maybe we do more like blogging things like that if that's something you'd want to do please, please reach out. And obviously it's not like if you reach out guaranteed, you're going to do it, but we'll have a conversation. And if it's a fit, man, let's go. 
you know, so reach out to us. You can also, you know, you can send a message on Facebook or, or uh, Twitter to me, Instagram as well. If you're on there with me, um, chances are a lot of you are, um, LinkedIn for me and Brandon. Um, and, uh, Keep it simple. Yeah. Most of it's filled arc for me. So just look for that and you'll see me. So there you go. Yeah. So definitely reach out. LinkedIn's the only one that I actually check nowadays. Um, but at any rate, um, a lot of that overhead is going away. It's just me and Phil at this point. I am creating a community bucket. And one way that you guys can support, and literally we're recording this on Thursday, December 14th to release in five days on Tuesday, our normally scheduled time. Um, I am going to, I have set up a Patreon. I just have to kind of figure out, you know, how that works and how to wrap it into other kind of community building, you know, nonprofit stuff. Um, and I'm just, so that's going to be there. So check the show notes. Um, we still have to disentangle some other stuff. A 1 million home has been great to work with in terms of like offloading it. It was just kind of a clear like, yep, this is for you. This is for Brandon and Phil. You guys got it. It just came right back to us. So there were no issues there. We are still kind of just kind of getting some disentanglement with like whatever, cold storage and website and that kind of stuff. But the show notes you will have in Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening. So just please just look at those show notes and you'll get all of that. Um, what is Patreon, so- Brandon? For those who don't what is know. Patreon? Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Um, and it will be linked. So, um, and, and I'll just kind of share this briefly. And I, honestly, guys, if, if you are listening to this and it's the end of 2023 um, and it's end of 2023 that we're recording, you could be listening to this a year from now and maybe everything flopped and we closed the podcast. I don't know. Nope, not going to happen. <laughs> it's possible. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody might have said, you know, you know, anyways, yeah, there's a lot that we might have said recently. Oh, that's not going to happen. That did happen. So um, at any rate, um, it is possible that that happens. And if this isn't a viable thing, then we probably won't be able to do it because it does take time and it does take energy and it does take thought. Now, I've already started reaching out to guests to have on uh, in 2024. And we're getting yeses because people want to come and share what God's been doing and what God's been teaching them. Um, but there's going to be a Patreon. So Patreon is a website that a lot of podcasters use and just kind of creatives in general. We will have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, do it through Patreon. Five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. We'll have the different tiers there. Um, but, I, but I would just encourage you guys to go check it out. It's, it's going to be a new thing for us. We haven't done a Patreon before. You guys know that we have done uh, some advertisements. We started that in 2023. Um, the advertisements have been great, and we've used it basically to either give very cheap uh, airspace or absolutely free airspace to, um, to people that we believe in. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, and now we're viable or whatever, not even close. We will probably still do advertising because we do need revenue, but, and I'm not going to tell you which ones were which, but, um, only a few people actually paid for ad space on Think Orphan last, this, this year. And a lot of that we were just giving away because we said, we believe in your ministry and we want to, we want to just tell people about it, you know, even if you're not the feature of that particular episode. So, um, at any rate, uh, just you will still hear ads, um, but just understand that we're just trying to pay the bills. 
Um, yeah, so Patreon um, content. So, uh, Phil, you you tell us tell us why. I mean, why think orphan? Where did that even come from? Where did where did, where did that name even come from? Think orphan, like the name. Yeah, the name. What made you think of that? Um. Well, because most people, you know, we we read James one twenty seven, and it says, "Religion that is pure and undefiled before God our Father is this: to visit orphans and widows in their inflict in their affliction." So, biblical term that what I what I realized is. Before I got into this work, I didn't think about orphans very much, if at all. So really, the, the name came from, hey, let's think deeply about how to love orphans. Yeah. And I got pushback on the name because people are like, orphan, it's, we got to get that name out of the vernacular because it's an identity, you know, it's a stigma and it's this and it's that and the other thing. And I, and I, you know, and I actually had a really long talk with Ruth Wachuka over in Ethiopia when we were there for a conference and she happened to be there for something else. And we were in the same city at the same time, randomly, not randomly, God had a divine appointment. But we had a conversation about it. And I said, what do you think about it? She says, well, I don't have a problem. I have a problem with the word. I said, why? Well, because of stigma. I said, okay, but it's biblical. I mean, it's a biblical term. So if we just take it out, then people read it in the Bible. They don't have any idea of what to. So we, we've had these kinds. Of, she goes, actually, that makes a lot of sense. And I said, I want to understand that, yes, it can be a stigma, but it can also just be an identifier. Same, you know, same way anything else is an identifier. And what that identifier tells us is something about a person and how we can love them and how we can help them flourish. If we ignore that word, then we ignore that there are certain things that come along with being orphaned. That if we don't deal with those, they will be deep rooted and they will never be dealt with until later on. And then it'll come out in some really unhealthy way down the road. Maybe down the road is six years old, maybe down the road is 60 years old. Right. So how can we think about these issues and, and not just that orphaned child, but everything that goes into orphaning events, everything that goes into how we can love the orphaned, everything that goes into what happens if they aren't loved early on, how can we love them later and how can we prevent the same thing from happening to their children later on? So that's really where the name came from and the scope of it came from. Um, and again, that's why when the scope becomes outside of traditional orphan care, and I say traditional being like adoption, foster care, orphanages, it to some people became misleading and people were like, why don't you change the name and all this other stuff. But because I was like, you know what, I don't think a lot of people think deeply about the fact that orphan care really encompasses virtually everything the church is doing. And that's really why we kept the name. And, and, and then once we had the name for a long time, it was like, well, now it's just known as that. So that's why right. we kept it. But it wasn't, I felt that it was a, a bit of a misnomer, not because of how I understand it all, but because of how most people understand it. Does right. that make sense? Right. hundred percent, dude. And, and look, I mean, even when we talk not only from a biblical standpoint, Orphans are mentioned throughout Scripture, Old and New Testament. Yep. But even when we talk about 140, 150 million orphans yeah. in the world, like that doesn't not mean anything. Right. <laughs> like, the, like it does have a technical understanding. Yeah. And actually, when you get into the nuance, and you guys have heard this, when this is not like an education episode, it's like a community episode. But, um, you know, 
single orphan, double orphan, poverty orphan, social orphan, like all of these are terms that we are diving into. Yeah. Um, and so that we could better understand and better think about these things. And right. that's why, you know, when you reached out to me in 2021 and, you know, offered this tremendous gift, um, I even said, yeah, we'll probably rebrand it, but it wasn't going to be an immediate thing. Um, but that time has come. Yeah. <laughs> that time has come. And it's not because, you know, Phil and I are going to continue to be uh, doing this podcast. It's not, we're not changing it. The, it'll be on the same channel. You don't need to subscribe to something different. Um, uh, you, we're, we're going to continue. It's going to continue to be Christian based. Like Phil and I both uh, uh, passionately love and follow Christ. And I could not imagine having hour long conversations with anyone and not saying, well, because I'm a Christian, this is how I feel, you right. know, or this is how I think about this. So it's going to continue to be Christian. And it's going to continue to try to provoke thoughts and provoke thinking. So uh, in a couple weeks, you guys, whatever logo we come up with and however I adapt all the kind of settings and stuff on our on our uh, podcast indication software, um, you guys are going to be hearing from uh, a new name. And uh, I'll share what that is in a minute, but I'm going to share why first. Um, you know, Phil, there's some unique things about what Think Orphan has been. Now, pretty much in terms of content, what we have um, been doing is really kind of straddling global orphan care. So meaning like, again, two weeks ago, Salamta Family Project in Ethiopia, like those types of operations. At the same time, some of the people that you've heard us talk about is like, more like Christian orphan care and, uh, or sorry, Christian foster care and adoption here domestically. So we've had conversations, you know, we mentioned Jen Hook was number two, you know, this, this year, like uh, Jason Johnson we had on this year. We, we have continually gone back to that uh, piece as well. And I mean, when we're talking about people like Jason Johnson, Jen Hook, we had Jamie Finn on, that was a super successful episode. Um, when we talk about these people, I'm just going to be honest, like those people tend to pull, like, like they tend to pull numbers more than the average. And I just, that's just, that's just the reality of it. We, we were talking about Lauren Pinkston and I was telling her, you know, Hey, you should have this person on that person on. And I think she's going to have Jamie Finn on. I was like, well, just so you know, Jamie Finn pulls, like you'll get more numbers when it's Jamie Finn. And Cause, and Jamie's awesome. Obviously mm -hmm. she's a friend. Mm -hmm. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. But um, the truth is, and w w look, guys, I said this when we were when we were talking about the Upwardly Dependent podcast, what what matters to me and Phil is not that uh, Think Orphan just is just awesome and always growing and we get a million downloads or whatever. That day may never come. What matters to us is that you guys are engaging content that helps you think about how we can better serve marginalized communities. So that's why recently when we had Lauren Pinkston on, I was like, go check out, you know, mm -hmm. season two. Right. It doesn't mean that we're going to like, we don't, we don't like say like every person that she has on is like exactly what we agree with or that we would have them on. No, I'm not saying that at all. But what we're saying is we trust Lauren and she's going to have good conversations and right. you can learn, you can disagree, you can do whatever. But within the, the U.S. Christian foster care and adoption space, there are bigger podcasts than Think Orphan out there. So we're just going to, and guys, I'm just going to tell you who they are. 
our friends Mike and Kristen Berry. I've worked with Mike and Kristen. They're awesome. Yep. Go check out their res- oh they're not honestly adoption, adoption anymore. Oh, they aren't. They're not honestly adoption. No, they changed. Now they're oh. resilient caregiver. Okay. So go check out Mike and Kristen. Go See, check they out rebranded Jamie. too. Look at that. They rebranded too. Look at everybody can rebrand. Yay! <laughs> um, go check out Jamie Cabe uh, yeah. and the Forgotten Initiative. Yep. Go check out Ryan North. What's the name of his podcast? They are the Empowered Parent. Go check out uh, no, Ryan North. Uh, well, it's one big happy home, I believe, is their okay. website. And anyway, go check that out. We'll have so, it in the show notes, the actual official. Right. Sorry, Ryan. Well, if we have it in the show notes or not, just go check out these people. These people are getting into these conversations, and there's others. So Ryan, Jamie, or sorry, yeah, Jamie Cabe, Mike and Kristen and others, they're having these conversations and they're awesome. Okay. God bless them. The Archibald project is yep. doing yep. kind of a unique thing as well. Like guys, we're not saying only listen to us. We are saying, listen to good things that help you, uh, that disciple you towards what God wants to do with, with vulnerable kids. Um, so go and do that. If you guys notice when just we took quick, over, Brandon, oh, uh, go just ahead, dude. so Ryan doesn't get mad at me and yell in his <laughs> South African accent at me, it is the Empowered Parent Podcast, and it is the official podcast of One Big Happy Home. So there you go. There you go. Okay. So One shout out to Ryan. dot com. There you go. Boom. Shout out to Ryan North. Shout out to all our friends in the <laughs> podcasting space. Um, so if you guys go back. Uh, on the thinkorphan.com website and you just look at from when One Million Home took it on. Uh, the first episode that we released was with a close friend of mine. She's also in the community practice. Her name's Ashley Heiligman from Global Child Advocates. From Ashley forward for the rest of 2021, we did not do anything in foster care and adoption in the U.S. It started to come back in 2022 and we had some successful episodes, but pretty much from the time that I started producing, I said... I just want to, as much as possible, have a unique conversation around global mm-hmm. orphan care. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we had Jason on, and you know what, Jason and Nicole Wilkie actually wrote a cool book uh, called Mission Wise. Like, they can come on and talk about missions for sure. And Jason is such a phenomenal leader and speaker. Um, but we're going to kind of move a little bit even more away from that um, and try to get into some new spaces. If you guys look at kind of like the broader Christian development space, uh, global development space, there isn't actually a ton there. Um, for those of you that know uh, me and Phil, um, you know that, that our heart is really global. Um, Phil has done a, a tremendous work in Honduras. I was in Tanzania. Both of the ministries that we've been a part of for the last few years are really kind of more globally focused and even including global networking and collaborating with what Phil has been doing at Providence World and what I was doing as well. Um, So that's going to kind of be more the focus. And it's not going to be only orphan care all the time, but there's really, if we're talking about poverty or water projects or economic development or trafficking or whatever, there's really, like, as Phil said earlier, orphan care touches all of those things. And so it will continue to be in that way. Um, but it's going to be really kind of more focused on the global mercy, justice, pursuing the shalom of God in the nations. We're going to talk missions. We're going to talk global development. And we will continue to talk global orphan care, although it's not going to be the only thing that we talk about or tie into every single episode. So... 
we are one hour in according to what Zencaster is telling me. And uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. So if we have to scrap this whole hour, I'm going to be upset. Uh, <laughs> but I trust that everything is being caught, especially right now. We're at this precipice. Um, so in a couple weeks, you guys are going to get hit with a trailer uh, for the new uh, podcast. We're going to continue the counting. It's still me and Phil. So it's not like episode number one. It'll be episode 230, whatever. Uh, but you guys are going to be listening to the Think Global podcast. And uh, you guys are going to continue to hear from people like Hunter Farrell, like Brian Fickert, like Peter Greer, like Lauren Pinkston, you know, like all of these different people that we have had on, those and others. Uh, and uh, God's going to continue to move. So that's what we're going to be doing. But we need your guys' support. Uh, this is not necessarily a, a Providence World thing. It's no longer a 1 million home thing. It's a Brandon and Phil thing. And we invite you guys to get behind it in a way that you haven't maybe haven't before. Maybe you've been somebody that has reviewed us online or shot us a text message, or you've been one of those downloads in Senegal or whatever. Um, but whoever you are, we invite you to kind of plug into this community in a way like you haven't before. And uh, it's only through that that we'll continue to see God move in this space. That's right. Let me just say too, on that note, for the How Soccer Explains Leadership podcast that I do, a little known fact is that the guy who does my social media is in Argentina. And so if you are around the world and you're like, I wonder how I could help, well, most of this stuff is going to happen online. Brandon lives in Washington. I live in California. For those of you who are an international audience, that is not a couple hours away from each other. So we do not see each other in person uh, very often, not nearly as much as we'd like. But or at least that I'd like, I'm not going to speak for Brandon, but um, but uh, I will say like a lot of this stuff you could do no matter where you are in the world. And, you know, we would love for this, you know, it's it's crowdsourcing is what we're doing here. Um, if you want to be part of crowdfunding, that's cool, too. And if we get enough crowdfunding, we can outsource um, with those with those funds. But um, we will make sure that this is done with excellence. That's one thing we will guarantee. The content will be excellent. The production value will be excellent. It will be, it won't skip a beat. Um, there will be a new beat, uh, most likely. And there will be, uh, well, hopefully we can crowdsource that too. So if you have an idea for a short beat and a um, uh, little known fact of my other podcast, my son did the beat. My brother-in-law did the voiceover intro, and um, which is pretty cool. And the logo was done by a very good friend. So that, 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 that's what we call family sourcing. Exactly. But hey, yeah. <laughs> whatever the case may be, um, it was really cool because it's personal. So I would love nothing more than us to be able to have our listeners be able to say, hey, a listener from Zambia did the beat and a listener from some other country did the Graphic design it doesn't have to be Zambia. I mean, that's what I'm gonna say. Uh, just any country. Like, how cool would that be? Even from different places around the country, to have it where that's the crowdsourcing right. that we have. That'd be that'd be really really cool. And also, well, I, media, I, I, so not not to not to toot my own horn, and maybe this is not going to be good. There's a lot of actually open source free music. Sure. So is. I am working on a beat. Okay. Well, maybe not the beat, but. <laughs> Look, you guys are probably good graphic designers and pretty much everyone yes. is on social media other than me and Phil. So we do have needs. But 
even if you guys don't do that, just keep listening, okay? Because you even if you if you if you can do the Patreon, that's awesome. Yeah. If you can help out, that's awesome. But even if you just keep downloading and listening, yeah. and we never hear from you, at least then we can tell that to advertisers, and maybe we can, you know, whatever. I don't know. We got to figure don't stuff out. That. Like don't I said, we're that. playing from we'll behind. Spend. We'll see. <laughs> All right, folks. Anything else? Oh, hey, Brandon. I suppose it's just a yeah, What's dude. The best book you read this year? Oh, dude. Oh man, you're gonna make me open up my Goodreads. Uh, just off the top of your head, what comes to your mind? Well, I'm just thinking of the book that I literally finished yesterday, which was awesome and was also by a former guest of Think Orphan. Okay. I just read "Losing Our Religion" by Russell Moore. Oh wow! Uh, okay. And it was a fantastic book. So okay. I, I I would have to actually look over because I read some good yeah. books this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, Freeing Congregational Mission by Hunter Farrell was a really, really, really good book um, and very applicable. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, Losing Our Religion, which is Russell Moore's new book, is ringing in my ear. And it was a it was so well done. He is so articulate. He's like, you know, it's like he's like the Tim Keller, Ruth Haley Barton, like those authors that are just like, how did you just like, oh, my gosh, that makes just perfect sense, like the way you articulated that. So. Uh, that's the one that kind of comes to mind, but I would have to look, uh, to really kind of investigate that, but I've read oh. some really good ones this year. Awesome. Awesome. Probably should have prepared you, you on that. There's a recommendation. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I, I just wanted to do that at the end. I will say the couple books that I had this last year was range, uh, why, why generalist triumph in a specialized world was a great book by David Epstein. Um, another one called high impact teams, great leadership book, um, where healthy meets high performance. And then um, Leadership as an Identity, Crawford Loritz, one of the best books on leadership probably ever written. Um, incredible, incredible book. Um, and then for the soccer world, got to do it. Just kind of bring it bring it back to, to what I'm kind of doing now. A lot of what I'm doing and have done pretty much my whole life. But it's called Quiet Leadership. It's another great leadership book by Carlo Ancelotti, who's a, a legendary coach um, who is, is coaching a bunch He's of different teams. Real Madrid coach, man. Yeah, he ha- yep, that's right. Winning hearts, minds, and matches. He's a, he's a reserved dude who has led some of the most um, incredible players to ever play the game and how to, how to bring together teams. Uh, really, really, really good book. Um, I am not a Real Madrid supporter, nor am I a supporter of any team that Carlo Ancelotti has ever coached. But I am—I uh, was blown away by by just his humility as well. Um, really cool. So, anyway, last minute uh, thoughts on 2023 and the last episode of the Think Orphan podcast before we transition to the Think Global podcast. Last thoughts, Brandon. It's uh, just just uh, utmost gratitude. Uh, to to God and to this community, to you, my friend, and uh, and it's and it's December. Merry Christmas! Let's celebrate the incarnation. Let's celebrate that that God didn't leave us alone, but that He sent His Amen. Son. Amen. I am so grateful. Um, I'm grateful for this. I think about it like you know, that first car you bought, and then you have to trade it in for a new car. You know, you're sure. like little bummed. Cause that, you know, that was kind of part of you, but you're super excited for getting that new car that you get to drive and and experience new things in. So that's what I feel like I'm doing right now. Um, super excited to see where God takes it. Um, and, uh, it'll just be a, just be a new vehicle to that. We get to journey in together. Right. You know, 
How do you like that analogy? I just kind of thought up. I like it. it might break down it's at good. some point, but I kind of like it. Um, so anyway, folks, with that, you know, we didn't talk a lot about specific orphan care stuff here, but we did talk a lot about leadership. We talked a lot about change, transition. Um, Brandon had definitely vulnerable uh, moments there. Uh, folks, this is stuff that we uh, wanted to share. As you said, it's a community. This is a community. This is a family. And this is a fam. This is kind of like a family meeting, as we say in my house, team meeting. Um, that's basically what this episode was and is. And um, yes, it is the last uh, official episode of the Think Orphan podcast, which is kind of crazy to even say as I say that out loud. Um, but with that, folks, we do hope that you take everything you're learning from this show. And you use it to help you to love orphaned and vulnerable children and families with more and more excellence each and every day. Thanks a lot. Have a great couple of weeks. Have a great rest of 2023. We hope you've enjoyed today's Think Orphan podcast. For all the information in this week's podcast, please visit us at thinkorphan.com. You too can be part of the conversation. Send your questions to info at thinkorphan.com or join us on the Think Orphan Facebook page. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again on the next edition of Think Orphan.